Come, coming in hot, RJ. What our podcast listeners want to know the 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 what the the content our our bozos come to expect from our podcast. Yes. Johnny, go go with your question. Uh, look at look at that. Who, who's that belong to, by the way? What what belong to? What? It's, it's so high. Oh. Uh, so I was saying that Jesse and I happened upon. The Price is Right. And uh, we were watching The Price is Right. And she said, I don't know why I'm screaming, just because RJ's over there. And she said, uh, oh, Drew Carey's looking kind of old. And I was like, I don't know. He doesn't look that. I don't know. How old do you think Drew Carey is? And so I took a guess as to how old I thought Drew Carey was. I was trying to put it in context of like, how old was I when, you know, Drew Carey and Ryan Stiles were on the Drew Carey show or yep. something to that effect. Boy, oh boy, talk about coming in hot. Coming in literally hot. RJ is not screwing around today. So, my question to you, gentlemen, how old do you think Drew Carey is? Let's, you want, let's, you pa- let's, pic- let's pause for all the bozos who are just creaming in their pants right now for this information. <laughs> Okay. Do you want to see a picture, a current picture of Drew Oh, Carey? a current picture would help. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's got to go on the Insta. Yeah, I was... Well, let's see. Depending on how long this bit, how long this runner is going to go. This, this is a, this is a current picture of what Drew Carey looks like right about now. Oh my God. Wait a minute. What kind, like, what is going on with his hair a- and his... I mean, this this is within the last couple of years, certainly. Okay, it's not a long time ago. RJ, for you, sixty-one. I I was gonna say sixty-two or sixty-three. That's so funny, because I guess that he I, I guess he was fifty-eight. Yeah. Okay. Sixty-five years old. Sixty-five. So then we got into a whole discussion about how, like, when I was a kid, or even in my older kid years. 65 felt ancient oh, yeah. to me. Right? And I'll have some pepper. I'll be honest, it still kind of seems ancient to me at my yep. at, at my ripe age of 51. So then we did this. Oh, now now this um this came from let me see how how I can get there. Uh so I was watching a random video that at some point um I'm going to have to have one of you pause because I got to pull up two different pictures. But I was watching a random uh, video that at some point will be my junk. And during said junk, I don't want to spoil it, but there was a message from the president and the first lady. And this was in 1991. Okay. Um, My calculations are correct. That would be George Herbert Walker Bush. That's right. And Barbara. Right now, this is I'm going to show you. Okay, good, perfect. This is a picture. I'm I'll I'll put all this on the gram for people that give a fuck. All right. Ah, hold on. Screenshot. This is a picture of Ms. Barbara Bush, Babzolino, in 1991. Yep. Okay. Mm-hmm. At 65. Uh, well. Oh, good okay, question. Okay, so let's do a little uh, math. 
Yeah, I got to do a little math here because Barbara Bush, I, I think, she, yes, yeah, in her 60s, I, 60-something. Uh, Barbara Bush was born uh, in 1925. So how old does that make her in 1991? Need calculator. 91 minus 25. I can't even remember in this, this conversation. 66. <laughs> We're good at math. 66. 66. A year so, older than Drew Carey is today. Yes, a year older than Drew Carey is today. This is a current picture of Demi Moore, <gasps> who is 61 years old right Jeez. now. Now, compare what 65 was. <laughs> Smash. <laughs> right? <laughs> so I was saying, like, I was saying, like, Someone in their 60s, not only did it sound old, but it, it, when I was a kid, like if you were in your 60s, you looked old, you dressed old, your hair was old, my grandparents had meds sitting on the table at all times or whatever. And now I'm looking at like pictures of J-Lo, who's in, you know, 55 years old or 57 or something, and Demi Moore, who's 60 or 61, and I'm like, wow, like Stacy's mom has got it going on. Hell Yeah. Yeah. Wild, man. Anyway. I think I just found my new junk. Hello. 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 RJ. Yo, what's up? Yo, what's up? What the fuck kind of uh, angel cum am I putting in my mouth? <laughs> Soup. <laughs> I wish I could have that as the episode title. <laughs> you can. Yeah, I don't think I don't think you can. Like, can you post the word cum on like Instagram? You can post and anything stuff? you want. Yeah, yeah but uh, it'll get flagged and tagged. I think it, somehow. Okay, change it to jizz. Oh, mm-hmm. Or oh, great. <laughs> Let's just list words for. <laughs> For, for sperm and cum while, while we're eating Duke's this delicious. special mayonnaise. <laughs> there you go. Angel's, Angel's special mayonnaise. Go. Soup. Go. Garlic soup. Oh, man. This is more than garlic soup. So This is divine. Good. Viva le soup. Mm. And you say, because we, we had a little... Um, we had a little... We, we knew yesterday what was we coming did. today. Which I've been thinking about all morning and excited about it. This comes, you say, comes the soup. <laughs> Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> Coming in hot. Uh-huh. It comes from the soup Bible. It does. Mm-hmm. The inspiration and ingredients list comes from the soup Bible. How? What? What? What are we talking? What? What's our base? What are we adding to it? Because well, this is delicious. Go back to the yes. soup Bible. There are like four or five. Garlic soup recipes in the soup Bible. And I looked at all of them, and some of them were ultra complicated. Some of them had an Asian flair, and I just wanted like a Spanish garlic soup. Mm. So this is, I, I'm, I'm, I said this yesterday, and I'll stand by it today. This might be the best thing I've ever made. It's fucking up there. Um, this would be like, it's delicious by itself. It would be good over chicken, oh, over yeah. rice, yeah, yeah. over my dong, everything. Yeah. 
Delish. Um, no dairy except for butter. It counts as dairy. I'm sorry. I know, but to the people who say no dairy, there's no milk or cream. Yeah, or right. Um, but it's it's. Don't you do it. Don't you dare it's, say it. It's six ingredients. Oh, okay. Well, that's not bad. It's six ingredients. It's yellow onion, spring onion. Sorry, seven ingredients. Yellow onion, spring onion, um, leek, garlic, potato, stock. Well, you can't just say stock is an ingredient because you what you, you use chicken stock, right? I use vegetable stock. Vegetable stock. Yeah. Did you make said stock? I did, or did not. You I pour it out of a box. box. I poured it out of poured yeah. two two quarts out of a box. I'm just fine with that. Me too, because they're. Um, I'm I was during Thanksgiving when I was doing the whole vegan vegetarian thing for people. I picked up some of the better than bouillon vegetable base because mm. I love that better than bouillon stuff for making mm. stocks, and it was so flavorful that it's like now the only base I buy. Mm. So I was like, okay, well, I'm going to start doing vegetable stock and see what the taste difference is. Some of these vegetable stocks have so much more flavor than like a chicken stock just yeah. because there's so much more in them. I mean, they're, mm-hmm. they're roasted vegetables and all that stuff. And so I just, I went chicken, I went uh, vegetable, vegetable stock. It's great. Um, hats off to you. I doff to you as well. Great. Yeah, it is really good. fine. And then there are garlic croutons that are. Extra crunchy because they have to stand up to the soup because you don't want them soggy and they get just soft enough. I, I've had some croutons soaking and it's still crispy. Yeah. Mm. It's got some heat. It does. Well, I mean, I, we threw I in mean, some crushed a, pepper. A little pepper, not crushed pepper. That's um, the garlic. Black pepper. The garlic you think is, is hot? Well, now when you say garlic, garlic, there's no little bits of garlic. Like you've cooked this all off and this like, whole thing has been cooked it. and then pureed in the blender and then passed through a fine sieve. I see. I see. Yeah. Woo, dad. But as far as spices, um, oh, the seventh ingredient is thyme. Dried thyme. I know because you made it yesterday. I know. You're welcome. Uh, yeah, no, you're not the only one that's got jokes today, Holmes. <coughs> Sorry. Mm-hmm. Mm. And I'm just, I, I love the, it's funny, the garlic. There's only two bulbs of garlic in this. Really? Wait. Yeah. Bulbs. Two bulbs. Yeah, two heads. That's a lot of garlic. You say only. No, not really. Look, I'll show you. Yeah. I, th- I mean, it could, it can be in some cases. It's garlic forward, yeah. but I love garlic. Oh, yes. But it's not that debilitating garlic. Oh, my God, this is going to ruin me all day. No, because it's... Yeah. Only yeah. Probably seven or eight cloves. Hold in that there. in your hand for scale. Although RJ's hands are pretty big, so yeah. the scale will be off. Mm-hmm. But wow. I relied on all the other um, Alice groups, groups in out group of vegetables with the Allison compound. Yeah, go ahead. Huh? Explain. Huh? Huh? Allison, not not Allison. Not I that. know this world is killing you. Yes, not that's her. Not, that's not a bad. That's a Costello. Spot on. Very, very good. Allison. Okay, now do Bud Abbott. Uh, Costello. Oh, yeah, sorry. Um, Allison is the uh, family that gives you the pungency, and it's the it's the onion root vegetable thing. Um, 
And okay, we can get technical. Well, I'm not going. Yeah, thank you. We're just going to stop that right now. I know <laughs> this route is killing you. All right, but um, I'll quit eventually. That's okay. Uh, like with the separate, with the different types of, like if you cut a green onion too early, people say it tastes soapy. Mm. Right. If you smash a garlic clove as opposed to chopping a garlic clove fine, it's all different. So like a smashed garlic clove is going to have a less intense garlic flavor. But if you chop that garlic clove up into, into uh, dices, it's going to be more intense. Oh, I didn't yeah. know that. See, I always I always take my cloves and I, I take a clove and I crush it with a nice big mm-hmm. knife. And then I put it in my mincer and I mince it up. Yeah. But should I should I slice instead? Depends on what you're going for. Yeah, yeah. If you're going for garlic forward, yeah. yes, chop that shit up. Hmm. But I put these in. I just barely smash them just to get the skin off of them. I wonder why that is. Why is it less forward when you smash it? Um, it's It goes back to like uh, surface area. Hmm. <coughs> there's more. When you chop something up, there's more facets of things exposed to air, which are going to... Get off, give off those flavors and essence and aromas and tastes, right? As opposed to just smashing something, like when you uh, when you um, roast a clove of garlic or a head of garlic, that whole thing is really super mellow. It's because you're not you're not cutting it beforehand; it's roasting there, and it's just, so that's what you're getting in all these things. Let's eat. Okay. I'm amazed at how creamy it is with just potato. How much more of this is there? Enough to have another bowl. Because <laughs> I will. Or two. Um, so. Demi Moore. Yeah. I want to hit that. <laughs> I, I don't know. No, I don't know. <laughs> I'm glad we came back around to that. Good. All that time to come back around to that. I'm Jimmy. I'm Johnny. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I mean, she was, uh, I was going to say quietly, not quietly, but in the era of, of, um, you know, all the Sports Illustrated swimsuit cover models, Elle McPherson and, you know, Elle McPherson, the list goes on and on and on. But Demi Moore was quietly, I, I say quietly, not quietly, but amongst that kind of generation just smoke show mm-hmm. yeah um okay teenage years who was your first i gotta check off to that oh. it, it may, well that uh, i remember maybe l mcpherson yeah i don't know I, I can't even remember like who the secretary of state is today compared to yeah phoebe K- oh oh well yeah mm, i mean that's one. for all of yeah jesus one. christ yeah that 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 scene in Ugh. uh in, in fast, times. fast times at ridgemont yeah. high is yeah classic but and then coincidentally not coincidentally but the uh chick uh from animal house who stuffed tissues in her bra it's i don't been a, know it's been a while let's see dean wormer's daughter okay she, is she a famous actress? or She's not hot, but she's getting ready to get plowed, and he puts his hand in her bra and pulls out tissues and freaks <laughs> out. And to me, that was like, wait, what's going on there? Oh, I'm going to make garlic soup. Yep. 
Oh, there's so many, but it's all pictures of them now. <laughs> so, uh, okay, so speaking of a bunch of people who are getting old and then eventually dying, I said last week, mm. it's although we would. What day is today? Hey, so we we recorded on the first day of the new year last week, and we were talking in in memorandum that I had done a dive of like, of course, there's the the Tommy Smothers who just recently passed away, and you've got this great junk we're going to talk about today, and Henry Kissinger just mm-hmm. a few, you know a month ago or Deep something throat. like that. But we forget sometimes. All of those who... Are you saying Henry Kissinger was Deep Throat? No, it turns out oh. to be that one guy, but, yeah. but Kissinger was involved in that whole... You sure? Yeah. Oh, he's been involved in all of the wonderful decisions that have been made for for the war machine over yes. the past 40 years, um, 60 years. But a lot of people died a while back, and you forget. Here's what else, here's what else I'm going to say. We have too many famous people. <laughs> there are too many people that we know who they are because now the in memorandum is just goes it would go on and on and on. And there are everybody. too many there are too many famous people and Joe Coy. Yeah. <laughs> that was rough. Right? But go on. That would no, we can talk about that now if we want to talk about that. I I eventually went and, and watched it and it was not great. I was I will state this for the record that in the next award show, the ne- sorry, the next award show to do an in memoriam. If it has an influencer listed, our society's done. <laughs> done with. Well, I mean, heaven forbid one of the Kardashians goes, you're going to consider that, like, I mean, they're famous, but not just for being an inf- influencer. I mean, they're on TV. They're, yeah, they did porn. Well, <laughs> yeah. That they did. So, big huh? influence. Yeah. <laughs> All right, whatever. So they are on film, so okay. Mm-hmm. Ryan O'Neal. Mm. Yeah, Norman yeah. Lear lost him. That that wasn't too is, long ago. What is Ryan O'Neill's best quote? You tell me. When he found out that uh, Farrah Fawcett um, had passed away from uh, rectal cancer. Yeah, he said, "Oh, we probably shouldn't have had has had as much anal sex." No, he did not. He did. He did. He thinks that anal sex with Farrah Fawcett decades prior. Caused her no, to have. He's probably thinking that he could have caught it from her. That's what why what was my thinking when I heard it. Oh, he was scared for himself. Yeah, I was not. It was not about his dick being the cancer agent. Well, okay, but b- both both assumptions are wrong, ridiculous. Yeah, but it's Ryan O'Neill. He's a, he's a celebrity. He, what he says goes right. <laughs> anyway, Norman Lear. Tatum this O'Neil, is fucking weird in here today. Oh, Can O'Neil. I just say that all of this is weird today? Everything is weird. Nothing is weird. We might not use any of this. (laughs) Uh, We know Sandra Day O'Connor, Matthew Perry, blah, blah, blah. Rosalind Carter, of course. Right. Ooh. Richard Roundtree we lost. Uh I don't know who that is. Oh, you know who that is. Richard Roundtree, famous blacktivist actor, Richard Roundtree. What you talking about? Oh, yes, 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 yes. No, I do. I do remember. What? This freaking fly is... Uh, yeah, you got a gnat thing happening. No, Richard Roundtree, baby. R.I.P. Shaft, man. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, what you mm-hmm. talking about? Mm-hmm. Talking about Shaft. Uh, let's see. Who else? Of course, R.I.P. Jimmy Buffett. Oh, we yeah. lost oh. Jimmy Buffett. Yeah, we had a not little, where I thought you were going. But no, we had a little Jimmy Buffett moment. Where do you think we were going? Uh, another moment that we had on this podcast yeah. to R.I.P. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, Suzanne Summers is yeah. on the list. Uh, she's there. Um. Burt Young. Do you know who Burt Young is? No. He played Paulie in Rocky. 
Oh, okay. Would never have thought his name was Burt Young. Burt Young. Paulie. Mm-hmm. Paulie. He played Paulie. He was, he's oh, Adrian's yeah, brother. Yes. Adrian's his sister. He's I can't sister. believe you doing that accent just like instantly got, I got the image in my head. The hat. I'm good at accents. Okay. All right, Miles. All right. <laughs> uh, we lost Richard Mole. Oh, did lose Richard Mole. yes. That is sad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All I rise. mean, he was kind of a one-trick pony. He was yeah. Kind of, and, like, he didn't do much other than that. I mean, he, was, he had some movie, small movie roles and stuff. Right. But, mm-hmm. but, but he was very, very funny, very memorable guy. His, I think one of his last um, tweets or posts on one of the platforms was how angry he was that he didn't get asked back to the new night court. Oh, right. Yeah. I think I heard um, that, yeah. Killed him. Killed him. Poor guy. <laughs> Damn, Fucking killed, killed him. him. In August, at the ripe old age of 99 years old, Bob oh, Barker. Bob Barker, indeed. It was only yeah. in August, yeah. Bob Barker. When was Betty White? Uh, I think it was like, wasn't it like New Year's Eve last year? Oh, that's right. So it, was, it, was it was still just before. I think it was, or, 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 the, or yeah, the first. Yeah, I think just before, yeah. 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 She's, she's not listed in, in, right. in some of these lists that I looked up. Bob Barker. Paul Rubens, yep. of course. Of course. Yes. Sinead O'Connor. Yes. That was a sad one. Mm-hmm. We lost Tony Bennett. We Ooh. lost Alan Arkin. Yeah. We lost Tina Turner. Mm. We lost Gordon Lightfoot. Mm. This is only in May, by the way. Wow. Jesus Christ. Okay. May was a bad month for celebrities. Yes. Earlier, earlier in the year, there's a few more left. You're going backwards, to, hey? to mention. I'm kind of going backwards. Because you forget. That's yeah. all I'm yeah, saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Great. Jerry Springer. Oh, yeah. Oh, right. I didn't know we lost Jerry Springer. Yes. Cincinnati Mayor Jerry Springer. That's right. Wow. Mm-hmm. Harry Belafonte. Oh, wow. Come, Mr. Tallyman. Yeah. Oh, speaking of Smasher Pass, oh. Raquel Welch. Oh, oh yes. Wow. She died in February. We lost Burt Bacharach. Mm-hmm. We lost Lisa Marie Presley. Yes, yes. We did. And in early January, we lost Cindy Williams. That's right. Oh, mm-hmm. sadness. Yeah. I didn't realize that we lost not Harry Belafonte. We lost Harry Belafonte, but mm-hmm. we lost also the man who made him famous. Do it. Alan Arkin. Oh, because he wrote the Banana Boat song. Right. Oh. Yeah, that is right. right. Yeah, you're right. That's cuckoo. I don't know. I just think it was interesting. You know, to, it's like, like I said, you you have the fresh memory of the people that, you know, ate it just over the last couple of months or so. But mm-hmm. and, but the list is just too long. That We know who, you know, just rattling off all of those famous people. We just have... Way too many famous people yeah. at this point, and and you know, yeah, yeah, more need to start dying off. Yeah, or we just need to stop paying attention. Yeah, You're, I agree with that. Sure, <laughs> I think the the wrong people are still dying off. Yes, again, except for uh, Henry Kissinger, it was his time. Yeah, what do you mean? Uh, mm. I'm. <laughs> I don't think in the overall scheme of things he did a lot of good compared to bad. Uh, no, you're right. <laughs> if it's too cold, you can shut that door, by the way. No, I'm I'm fine, just just like it is. I noticed that yesterday when I had a cup of this for lunch, it heated me up. It warmed my body temperature. Oh yeah, man. That that's that second bowl. Whew, okay, that now now I'm now I'm full. Yeah. Uh, there's more. Uh, no, thank okay. you. But we do have dessert. What? What? You didn't bring anything in with you? I tried to keep this a secret at the packing plant. I don't even see anything. But either. Unfortunately. Are you sitting on it so it stays warm? What is it? Close. I tried oh. to keep it a secret from the packing plant, but you both know about this this uh, 
dessert that we're going to have. Well, whatever it is, I don't remember. Me That's either. Great. That's a good thing so that you can be surprised when I drop it on the table. Oh, oh right. <laughs> Sorry. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Johnny, what have I done? I don't know if I would consider this dessert. We're going to find out. <laughs> you better get a palate oh, cleanser, shoot. guys. Yeah. I've got my, yeah. Do you... Because, you know, it's, it's apropos, actually. It's very apropos because we've just eaten garlic soup, uh -huh. which has just, just uh, made our mouths infinitely unkissable. Right. Because... Oh, that's very sweet. Mm -hmm. RJ just said he'd kiss us both. Um, so in order to clear that, one would need a mint. A mint to to refresh your breath. We sure would. Is that a peppermint? <laughs> I, I wouldn't say peppermint, no. What is that? What do you do? Do you just burp? Me? Is what it a breath? It? Mine? Oh, not a burp. The other way. Oh, you and you put it over there. I did it over there, but it followed. Brought me. it over here. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe the yes, you did. Yes, okay, yes, yes, all right. You did. But it may it may help. Maybe the mint will help. So no, maybe that may help the mint. Okay, <laughs> go. You've you've gone to get something, but Jimmy, oh, explain to the folks who aren't sitting at the table with us what we're looking at and oh, why we're it. having a mint. We're looking at a individually wrapped. Uh, red and white striped hard candy mint. It looks like an old fashioned Christmas candy, like kind a buttermint or a peppermint. Like a peppermint, like yeah, it's like it oh, I hope it's the texture of a buttermint and not. I love a buttermint. Really yeah. yeah. Oh, where you can like, I don't think so. I think this is I hard. miss. I miss the. Did you not try any of these? No. Oh, hold on. I, I miss the spreading of the germs where the the bowl of buttermints were just sitting yeah. at the diner and you oh, could yeah, just yeah, like, yeah. grab a few by yeah. hand. Oh, but now I know what you mean by buttermints. They're like yes, the yes. hard at first, They're but like kind of creamy and yeah. kind of chalky yeah. at first. Yeah. Yes, but but this is not a normal mint. No, oh, no, no. Oh no, it certainly is not. <laughs> now, do you? Okay. It's like extra extra strong for your bad breath. Um, possibly, it, it would definitely change your breath. It looks kind of like a suppository. Sure. It looks like a I fun, small tampon. I wouldn't take it tampon. in that direction if I were you. I'd take it in front, not in the back. <laughs> oh, RJ just took a whiff. And <laughs> now, do you... Not doing well. I have no idea. I, I, know, I know what it is. It's been described. Are they all the same? These three are all the same, oh, indeed. okay. I thought maybe they would be different. No. These three are all the same. These three are all the same flavor. They're all the same flavor. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, I'm gonna I'm gonna palate cleanse. Oh yeah, good idea. I would palate cleanse with acid. Is this a? Uh, can I just ask this? Ask away. Is this a food flavor? Indeed. Okay. okay. So we're not eating something. That, oh, mine broke. Oh, uh, would you like mine? No, 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 no. This I'm sure will be. I'm sure some of it will be fine. No, it is. Uh, it, so it's not like a like the jelly beans that you can get from Harry Potter that it are like you know, barf. vomit yeah. flavored. And Correct. Stuff. Okay. Oh, it, it it and I've taken a picture of the tin that it that it came in. All right. And uh, mine might be worse because now I've I've opened. Oh, you cracked the it. Of it. This is this is courtesy. Oh God. This is courtesy of Damien at uh, at at the chicken packing plant, Mr. Huxley. Uh, in, uh, yeah, indeed, yes. Um, he brought in several flavors uh -huh. of this type of mint, and we are 
Okay, I, I'm gonna like have you. Well, it smells. I it's, get beef. It's, it's it's subtle smell. I get beefy. Yeah, my my sniffer is confusing. I mean, we did just I have don't like get, a like, ton of garlic. I don't get any mint or sweetness at all huh. on this. Huh? How about that? Shit. <laughs> I'm going in. <laughs> I, I've never tried this. I'm going in You're for so the first coy, time myself. Right? You're so uh-huh. coy. Uh huh. All right. Start sweet. Mine didn't. Yeah. No, no, the outside. There's a little bit of sweetness. Okay, mine is broken, and I think the inside is where you're going to get the flavor. Okay. <laughs> yeah, the outer coating, maybe the yeah. sugary stuff. Yeah, the outer coating is kind of chewy. Mm-hmm. It's going to disappear. <laughs> oh, I and then, to come. <laughs> mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't mind it so much. I don't even know what it is. The inside right here, the clear inside, is where it's got flavor. It tastes like bug spray. <laughs> bug spray. No. What is that? See, to me, and I, and I don't, I don't like black licorice or anise. Me neither. But it's got that kind of weird bitterness to it. RJ hmm. <laughs> suffering. If. I'm gonna There's smell just my so much wrong with I don't, it. I don't hate it that much, actually. I'm not sure what it is. I know what it is. What is it? It tastes like a hot dog. Ding, 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 ding. Is it a hot ding, dog ding, flavor? Ding. I'm going to be weirdo. I don't mind this at all. It tastes like hot dog water. Sorry, we're doing wrong pipe. We can we, we can abort at any time. No, 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 no. I'm, <laughs> I'm going to finish mine. Ooh. Archie McPhee. Hot dog candy. Yeah, I'm done too. Archie McPhee is where the missus got all my pickle stuff for Christmas. Oh, really? I probably have. Would you like to try some? Do we have pickle flavored mints? Oh, we have pickle everything. Did I have not shown you the pickle hall? Would I not enjoy a hot dog mint along with a pickle mint? <laughs> I would taste like I was having a hot dog with pickles on it. Um. Yeah, honestly, you, you guys bailed on yours, but I don't. I mean. It's not something that I would snack on a lot, but it's not grossing me out. Uh, no, once, mm. it's, once, once, yeah, once the taste started to like creep in, like the outer shell was kind of like, oh, there's sugar to this, and then as it started to dissolve, yeah. I started to get it. I started to feel it. No, and I'm, and it started to hurt my stomach. I got the flavor of it right away. Cause right, because you had the inside, broken, right, right, right. But, but, um. You know, I wish I still tasted garlic with delicious croutons, and now I don't. It's, it's a little... The other flavor they had at the chicken packing plant, I believe, was green onion. Uh, yeah, I and don't it know was about co- that. It was a little confusing. Oh. For you. Talking to that yeah. microphone so, we, so, oh, you, that's good so that people can know. We do have the pickle candy. Oh, it is. It's it from is the same place. Archie candy McPhee. Candy. Or would you like to try some pickle cotton candy? Oh, <laughs> wow. <laughs> it's an Archie McPhee's day. All right. I'm going to get rid of this. All right. Yeah. I mean, it's not great, but I'm it's, I'm not weirded out. You know, it is great. McFeasible. This will taste good. Uh, <sighs> I don't. I don't know that I would have oh, figured out. That's exactly what it is. I don't yeah. know that I would have figured out that that was a hot dog. It still has just has kind of a sweetness to it to me. So it's the Cleanse exact the palate. It's the exact same packaging, yeah. but now it's green and white stripe for the pickle candy. Boy, I diabolical mean, if you just set these out at Christmas time and tell the kids oh. to go crazy. <laughs> 
Oh, I might I might take one uh, to Leo. This is gonna be funky. Hold okay. on. Yeah. Funky, uh, let funky. Me, let me uh, yeah, let me get a oh let me get a easy, picture easy. of those. Oh yeah. Okay. All right. There this is <laughs> this fucking pickle pickle cotton candy. Oh my gosh. Ooh. <laughs> ooh. Oh, oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's got it's got that uh, Picantness? No, it's <laughs> Yeah, it's not bad. Not bad? No. It's it, sweet and then it has a pickle kick to it, but okay. it's not horrible. The smell is the same it's funny. S- smell that is like a pickle scented marker. Oh, okay. like I'll a have fake another marker. Bite. Oh, I, you're having doozies. Yeah, sure. I've never smelled a pickle scented marker. Mm, like a or like a Oh yeah, no, that's worse. <laughs> that's worse than the mint. <laughs> No, you get it right away. That's the problem with that cotton candy. But I didn't Ugh. know it was going to be sweet. I was surprised it was going to be sweet. Well, it's got to be. Yeah, it's made it's out of sugar. sugar. Yeah, I guess. Um, scratch and sniff. It smells like a scratch and sniff mm, pickle. Yes, yes, that's oh, good. Oh, gotcha. Okay, yeah. this, this, um, this, I'm sure. Ingredients: sugar. Correct. Number sugar. <laughs> Second ingredient: natural flavors. Oh, that's more sugar. <laughs> silicone dioxide. Oh, that's what I taste. Silicone? We're eating silicone? Blue number one and yellow number five. We're eating that's the stuff it. we were slipping Where, on the floor it, on? It says, <laughs> it says nothing about anything that has to do with a pickle. It just natural says natural flavors. flavors. Natural flavors, yeah. Uh, you have something else in your hand, RJ. Uh, we got a Christmas card. What? Christmas yeah. card. It's a beautiful Christmas card with uh, Puddle, our friend Puddle uh-huh. reaching out and touching the hand of someone in his audience. Yes. And it says, in a world of algorithms, hashtags, and followers, know the true importance of human connection. This holiday season, reach out and touch someone. Peace on earth. Love, Kathy Maritello. Oh, how delightful. She included a personal note. Mm-hmm. Dear RJ, wishing you, Amy, and the boys the best of holiday seasons and every blessing in the new year. It sounds like we're your kids, your yeah. Amy's yeah. kids. The boys. Mm-hmm. I hope 2024 is the year I finally get out to Vegas. Happy holidays with love, Kathy. P.S. That's my hand. Oh, oh very cool. How lovely. Yeah. We hope you get here too, Kathy. Get here, Kathy. Sit we with got, us. We got pickle candy for Eat you, Kathy. Eat some soup and pickle candy. It'll keep. <laughs> It'll keep probably for a while, I think. <laughs> do, do come. Yeah, that's what she said. Sorry, yeah. angel come. Maybe I will. Maybe Just I'll call me angel of the morning. You could spell it C-O-M-E. That's true. Ah, like like we were beckoning the angels. Yes. Angel come. Angel come. Come now. Will you please come? <laughs> Hurry up and come. <laughs> it's starting to taste like hot dog. I, I, I'm Hurry starting, starting to get a feeling you're not going to come. Uh... Are you guys? <coughs> Sorry, save this for the boy. Complete, yeah, yeah. More. Change, change the subject completely. Okay. I found out about this by accident. Are you guys? Oops, oops info. Hip to graffiti mansion. Mm, yes, it's a Airbnb thing here in Vegas. I don't know if it's an Airbnb thing. Is I haven't, I haven't seen that it's an place? Airbnb. I'm surprised that you're not hip to this because you have a wife that I would think that would be hip to this. She might be. I don't. It know. is a big McMansion that's down uh, off of like Sahara and Buffalo. And oh, that yeah. area, kind yeah. of older yeah. houses, but big. Yeah, not big. not actually not older houses. There's some big new houses. Very big. And it, yeah, yeah. It's that's kind and of. And it has been purchased at some point of the last few years 
by an artist. Mm. And if you look up the Instagram page, uh, they take essentially this huge mansion and they paint it in all kinds of different ways. I went to said mansion to take a picture for myself. This is right now what the graffiti mansion looks like. Oh, right. I yeah, did yeah. hear about this. And either, I don't know if it was this year or if it was last year, they they did a huge, they painted it to look like a huge gingerbread house and there was snow uh-huh. everywhere. We had a party there. Who's we? Who's we? It was a Cirque party. We, um, I'm not, so it's been like uh, some kind of art installation for a long time. It's been uh, like a party house. You're not thinking of Ross's wedding. No, this was this was a different house. Ross's wedding. No, no, this was that. It's kind of in that area. That house is beautiful. It is that, beautiful. Oh my yes, god. Yes. No, this it was. I want to say it was an. It was the after party oh, for god, one of that, our anniversaries. Oh, pickles just gross in my mouth. Like the all the all the people who who do the after parties. Yeah. Got together and and rented this house for the after party after huh. one of our anniversary parties. Huh. Um. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. 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 But this purchase is recent. If, if, if this well, artist, okay. Yes. So I'm I'm at the Instagram page, which has I don't know about 140 thousand followers. Uh, this was, for example, in this July. Here's what it looked like this July yeah, yeah, yeah. or July fourth. Yeah, big, really nice. Big, uh, you know, blah, 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 blah. it seems that maybe they do. Uh, like they probably get hired to do, you know, like paint it for certain advertisements or whatever. Oh, Supreme. So August of 2019, it was all decked out in Supreme. So they did some kind of. Oh, Supreme. Yeah. The, uh, the, the, yeah, the brand. clothing brand. Yeah. So it's, I mean, it's been Graffiti Mansion on Instagram for several, several years. And it looks like it's been owned by the same person. I just went online to, to kind of see exactly, you know, what it was. And, uh, yeah, here's from 2018. It says Graffiti Mansion number two, like most Vegas Christmas ever. It's got all these like fancy cars right. parked outside, and it's yeah. painted up like a gingerbread house yeah, or whatever. Yeah, wow. um, I don't know. Some artist bought it, and it's really bizarre because it sits right on the corner. It's got some big fences and stuff, and so you can't. You have to kind of get out of your car and like go up and kind of look through the gates, and you can kind of see or whatever. Um, all you can't these, just see it from the street. You oh no, you can see it, but you can't. You can't get a good view. Right. It's got it's got like wrought iron fencing all around it, and so okay. it's it's not. It basically just to keep people out. Yeah, I think know, when like we went there for the high. party, it was painted like uh, the Pink Simpsons donut. Could have been. Yeah, it went through. It, it it's gone through a, a bunch of different things, but it's uh, it's crazy because. It's this beautiful neighborhood with all these beautiful houses, yeah. and then it's just this massive kind of eyesore that right. if you live next to, you'd be like, I fucking hate these people. But if you don't live next to them, you can drive by and go, this is really cool, actually. I think this is th- awesome. I think it would and be very best, fun to live next to. I bet you there's Maybe. no HOA there. And oh, so of course. Sure. So the guy's yeah, like, no. fuck you, neighbors, fuck you. <laughs> you right, of course. But it's, uh, yeah, take a, take a little, I mean, it's right around the corner from, well, I say right around the corner, it's on the other side of the strip from, right. from you, but like fairly close to you, but like you can Yeah, just I know gonna, that area very well. Actually. I'm sure they have, yes. It's by Kent's house, by Palmyra. Oh, I was okay. going to say, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm sure they rent it out for parties or they Airbnb yeah. at a party house or whatever. Right but, by my eye doctor's uh, oh, office. Oh, good, good, good. Yeah. Speaking of which, did you take your, blood, pe- your uh, blood pressure pill, meds? I did. For your, your eyes. cholesterol? I did. Sorry. Okay. 
Today. Okay, because you usually take them at like lunchtime. Cholesterol meds? I don't know, usually. I did it like once or twice a couple times when okay. I was here. I just noticed it from last time. Like, you know, it's a good pod. Wild. Johnny, I noticed that your phone's on set on military time. Uh-huh. I've never noticed that before. Yeah, I've had it that way for a while. Yeah. Huh. My car, too. Huh. I just kind of the, like it. It's just one of the things I couldn't wait to leave Germany for. I was just like, <laughs> oh. Now really? I can finally say five in the afternoon again. <laughs> instead of 2,300 or whatever. Instead of 17. Instead of 17. <laughs> 2,300. <laughs> never join the military, nope. RJ. You'll never nope. get by. You'll never be where career. you need to be on yep. time. Nope. You will be 30 minutes or 30, you would have six been hours really late. late. Six hours late. <laughs> to whatever, you, whatever it was. What else? Want to go to drunk? We could. It's a bit early. Yeah. Isn't it? I don't you know. It could lead to more discussion. I have no concept of time because of the uh, lunch making. Oh, sure. Yeah. I thought about bringing up, and I don't want to leave RJ out of the conversation, but he can contribute. We're, Johnny and I are, are currently reading the same book. Ah, uh, yes. Yes. About well, cults. Mm, mm. Cultish. Are we? Oh. Are we reading <gasps> the same book, Jimmy? Oh. No. Are, are you... Are you, are you are you saying that audiobooks are not really reading books? Um, I'm saying are you you're saying that I'm not getting the book. information of a book. No, that the same. No. We, you you could have said Johnny and I are currently learning about the same thing from the same source, <laughs> but to say that you're reading it is reading it. And the proof of that is I'm on about page 27, and you're probably on about page 100. I'm I'm definitely <laughs> two thirds in. Yeah. Oh no, I'm not that far in at all. Cultish, cultish, which was which was uh, brought up by our former guest, our former mm-hmm. guest Chris Brown, because we were talking about cults last time we were here, and uh, he recommended this book. and And the book is specifically about the employment of language mm-hmm. uh, within cults and and getting people into cults through language, keeping them in cults through language, uh, discouraging them from leaving. Um, because of language, and I just wonder if either of you had any experience with cults, any run-ins. Uh, just the cult we currently work for. Yeah, that's you know, it's actually not that far off that really any big corporation has has a cult uh, as a cult culture. Yeah, if you will, culture. Has its own shorthand, has its own kind of vocabulary, and has has its own sort of like rah rah. We're all behind the company, sort of feel. Its own language. It's well, yeah, if, if you will, yeah, yeah. Well, obviously, uh, in the book, they talk about the language of um, uh, what what we think of as kind of a, a classic cults where these group of people get together and they they're meditating together and they're doing chants together and they they have a kind of a, a, a guru that they're following you know and and it even it talks early on right about how kind of there's not really a specific definition of exactly what a cult is or, yeah. or you know it, we've we've even taken the word now and made it positive of like oh, yes you know he's a cult of personality or whatever that's not really positive but, but yeah. yeah they uh, they also specifically mention crossfit they do mention crossfit which i am obviously very involved in now nice and, I, and i will say i um 
I have always felt uh, the gym that I go to not so much, but I've I've gone to other gyms, and especially early on, uh, in, in kind of in the CrossFit world, it uh, it does uh, it it does feel elitist uh-huh. in a way because uh, like- because of what they're talking about in this book, which is. You know, when somebody says, "Oh, uh, you, you go you go into the box today," it's yes, called a yes. box so instead you do, of called you, a gym. And you do you do use these? I, I mean, like, yeah, because you, it's just the vernacular. Yeah, like you know, I'll see yeah. you at the box. See you yeah. tomorrow at the box, or yeah. you know, or um, did you? What was the wad yesterday? Uh-huh. If you weren't there, wad. What? What's a wad? W O D. Workout of the day, uh-huh. because every workout in CrossFit is different every day. And but you wouldn't call it the what because there's a T in there. Correct. What? What? What to do to die today? Uh, yeah. So, but it, um, but I, but I will say that uh, that part of it feels uh, does feel kind of elitist and kind of culty. And if you're not hip to all of that, and you just kind of want to go and work out, and you don't, and somebody says, "Oh, it's an AMRAP today," or oh, "What's yeah. an AMRAP?" and whatever, it's right. like it can be a little off putting. So we actually. I think at the at the gym that I go to, we we try pretty hard, especially when new people are around, to just like pull them aside and just chat with them and just go like, "Oh, have you ever done before?" Yeah, uh, yeah, well, yeah, yeah. They're gonna it's they're gonna call it an AMRAP today, but you know that that just means you know just it's a twenty minute workout and just kind of do as much as you can do or Some, you know whatever. But. Sometimes when you and Kane discuss your wads, yeah, um, it 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 yeah. does it sounds like. You were talking, I think mm-hmm. it was yesterday before. I did Dirty 50 yeah. by myself. And I'm like, <laughs> Filthy 50. F- filthy yeah. 50. Yeah. What yeah. the fuck is a Filthy 50 and you did it by yourself? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, now, well. CrossFit doesn't have any sort of component of it where like its members are obliged to get more people in, is it? No, no, no. It's not like that, you know. And and again, to one of the points in the book early, I'm, I'm not that far in it, but, you know, there, there are certain things that... Uh, you know, it's to have a gym where people are going to exercise and there's a group of people that they want to exercise with and they become your friends and you feel like family and it's healthy and it's like that's it's all kind of sure. good intentions behind it, but it can still be culty, right? Um, but no, I, I mean, so what are the downsides? You may have what would be the downside of a CrossFit? Well, the, uh, the exclu- exclusivity of it. So if I'm a gym owner, mm-hmm. right, and I think about it this way. What I was going to say is there may be an, an incentive for you to get some people to sign up to, you know, it's like, oh, for every person that signs up, you may save 10 bucks on your membership or something like sure. that. I don't know that we have a program like that, but not it. I can come and go as much as I want and whether or not I invite anyone with me has zero to do with yeah. any of the things that I have access to or yes. classes or whatever. Right. Um, but I, I was, what I was going to say is, like any small business, so CrossFit is, it's a um, franchise. You know, it's yes. an actually, they're not even called franchise, an, an affiliation, mm-hmm. right? So in order to have access to the brand name CrossFit and some of the few things that come with that, you pay a small percentage to mm-hmm. CrossFit corporate, right? Mm-hmm. They have programming that you can use and they have coaching tips and you know all, all of that kind of stuff you do have to uh, to call yourself a CrossFit gym the people that 
teach CrossFit classes and coach CrossFit classes have to have at least a level one certification from CrossFit. So mm-hmm. there's some brand consistency as to what you're teaching and all that kind of stuff, mm-hmm. right? But if I want to grow my business, the last thing I want to do is for people to feel like they're excluded. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So a lot of what's been done over the last few years to kind of curb some of that is, for example, if you come to the gym, whatever the workout of the day is, it's going to have two or three modifications for everything, yes. right? Two or three levels of that workout that yes. you can do. Let's say we're all doing a 20-minute workout, and for example, today, that workout has pull-ups, it has back squats with a barbell, and it has burpees, right? Well, some people may be doing chest-to-bar pull-ups, which is you have to pull your chest all the way to the bar. That's Mm -hmm. harder. Mm -hmm. You can use heavier weight. Some people Mm -hmm. may use lighter weight. Uh, instead of doing burpees, you can just do like toe taps or or whatever. Yeah. If you've got shoulder issues or, you know, so especially now really focusing on modifying things so that it's at people's level so that anybody that comes in and wants to drop in and take a class or doesn't know anything about it, you know, at whatever level of fitness can come in and not feel uncomfortable. Right. I will say there is something specific to the way that CrossFit workouts are designed that turns people off. They're supposed to be intense. Mm. They're supposed to be different and varied every single day. Sometimes Mm. they're going to be long. Sometimes they're going to be short. Mm. You can look the night before and see what you're kind of getting into. Um, But I think there's an exclusivity to some of that language and some of that kind of thing. It doesn't really sound like a downside, really. It doesn't seem like it's like you're shaming people, non-members. I mean, maybe you do think you're superior to other workout groups or workout styles. Some people, I I think... And I think that's what the book was kind of saying, too. It's kind of like in the very beginning, it was kind of comparing these two two different cults and they're two different, like sides of the spectrum yeah. where one can be very like harmful and like, you know, uh, damaging. And the other is like actually kind of good for you. Yeah. You know? And there's so. a big difference between, you know, uh, leaving a cult and f- feeling like it's life threatening exactly. or deciding you don't want to do CrossFit anymore. Yeah. And you're not in the or Facebook organizations right, right, page right. Exactly. in that group anymore. You don't feel, you know, it, it's that too. It's, there's, there are people that are, I mean, it's like with anything, it's not exclusive to CrossFit, but they find out something that works for them. Mm. They are uh, militant about their own, uh, their own use of that thing or doing that thing for themselves or whatever. Then they become evangelical because mm. if it worked for me, mm-hmm. it will work for you. Yes. Or, oh, I don't. I don't go five days a week. I'm I'm going three days a week. There's a little like, eh, well, you're not here on Tuesdays and Thursdays. So right, right. Oh, like, oh, I'm so sore. Oh, well, you didn't do yesterday's workout. You know, there's yeah. a little of in certain places yeah. with certain people. But I think, I think with that, that's just humanity. I mean, you know what I mean? I don't that I don't know that that's specific to CrossFit, but it certainly is a. Um, you're not going in and kind of just doing your own thing and working out on your own time. Yeah. It's just not what. That's not what it's designed to be. So if that's what you're into, then you're going to EOS or you're going to, you know, wherever, you know, it's, it is more of a, we go in, we kind of take a class as a group and the, so Greg Glassman, who was the founder of CrossFit years and years ago, he's not around anymore for some bad tweets that he made about Black Lives Matter. Oh God. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Right. So there's that. Um, But it was, it was initially, I, I don't know which chicken or egg came first. But it was initially associated with 
um, Navy SEAL workouts and like military workouts mm-hmm. and and varying what they were doing and you know muscle confusion and all of this kind of stuff and then they were going like oh well if this works for navy seals to get them in shape and right. to do what we need to be able to do we should start this business or whatever and i think it was started maybe in like like santa clara or somewhere in california middle california or northern california or whatever and so it it has a even though it's a much different and wider spreading organization, the roots are in kind of group, uh, militant, yes, vigorous kind of we're in this together kind of activity. And sometimes right. that feels good, right? Because something can be really hard, yes. and you have a bunch of people that supporting are doing it you. all at the same time yes, or supporting yes, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then. You know, but that's just not for some people, right? Yeah. But I think the the cultiness for sure with the language, yeah. with the, uh, you know, you you start going to class and you develop friendships, and so then you're hanging out with these people outside of class, and so then your whole world becomes your. Believe me, dude, I, I know it. I see it. <laughs> I'm sure, I, I'm I'm there with people who are this. Yeah, and that's fine if yeah, that's yeah, if that's yeah. what those people want. Mm-hmm. But I think the 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 the. I was going to say dangerous side of it, but the tricky side can be if you feel like, oh, I don't really know if that's what I want, and you've been a part of a community like this for a while, suddenly you're le- you, you're left with, okay, well, now what's my community? Because right. all of these people are going to be CrossFit heads, or all of these people are going to be soul cycle heads, sure, or sure. whatever they are. I'm not a soul cyclist anymore, so what's my identity? Yes, right? exactly. So the, the, the identity of... Yes, the identity of CrossFit or the identity of Soul Cycle or the identity of being a member of Heaven's Gate. Right. You know, I think oh, yeah. is what. What I do want to bring up yeah. before junk, cult related, is I haven't told my Amway story on this, have I? No. What? No. Okay. No, you have not. So uh, I'm just out of college. So 94, 95, I'm, I'm, I'm rooming with two of my best buds from college in Chicago in Boys Town. It's a beautiful, kind of big brownstone apartment. You say Boys Town. Boys Town, the gay, yes, the gay, the gay neighborhood. Got it. Which we didn't know moving in there. Like, we were just like, this is a great apartment. <laughs> it's, it's, that's know? where Are You Gay Yet is uh, from. That's where, that's the coffee shop on the, on the ground uh-huh. floor of that apartment building. Was, it opened the day we moved in. And so I was just like, perfect. I just roll out of bed into, into, into work, right? Uh, so, living with these two uh, friends of mine, they were funny, funny guys, still really hilarious dudes, pr- jokesters, all this stuff. We would throw huge parties at our house, um, at our at our apartment, you know, uh, Valentine's Day parties. We'd have St. Patrick's Day parties. We're, we're like, we made green bread and like all kinds. Halloween was just a huge blowout. At Halloween, uh, if you go into our bathroom... And if you looked at the shower with the shower curtain closed, you couldn't see anything behind the shower curtain, obviously. But if you looked at the mirror the other way and you looked up, you would see red rum was written in the, in, in the bath and the shower, but you could only see it through the mirror. So if you looked at the shower curtain directly, you wouldn't be able to see it. So in red lipstick, it was red rum. Very cute. So after that party, we left red rum up there for months just because we just thought it was funny. We took all the other decorations down. But we just like showered with red rum above us all the time. It's really funny. Anyway. Uh, a f- <laughs> so like at one point, I get a phone call from an old an old college buddy who was two years older than me. He was actually my mentor. They had like juniors and seniors mentor, freshmen, stuff like that. His name is Jim. 
kind of on the short side, really funny, good actor, all this stuff, very... Um, tap dancer's body. Tap dancer's body. Actually, he did have a tap dancer. An excellent stage combatant, like a really good stage. Like, I was obsessed with this guy, and he was super, super, super nice. Really cool to me, really cool guy. He played Laertes, you know, he was like really good at like fighting, like, you know, sword, sword play and stuff like that. Um, but... I hadn't seen him in a couple of years because he had graduated two years prior to this. And then all of a sudden, he just out of the blue gives me a call. And he's like, hey, how you doing? Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, oh, my God, Jim. Nice to hear you from you. All this stuff. And he's like, how, like, what, what, what are you, what's your financial situation? Like, like, what, like, are you, are you, like, are you, are you looking for, like, I'm, are you looking to make a little bit more money? And I'm like, fuck, yeah, man. I'm working in this coffee shop. And sometimes I'm temping and stuff like that's not very fulfilling. He's like, the owner thinks I'm gay. <laughs> He keeps asking me if I'm gay. You're not going to ask me if I'm gay, are you? Um, and he's like, well, listen, I've come up with this. I've, I've come across this opportunity, which I think you'd be really, it, w- it would really, you would really like. I wish I didn't know what this was. I wish you were building it up and I didn't know what it was. Well, I didn't know what it was. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah. At all. <laughs> so I'm like, that sounds awesome. He's like, he's like, I'm going to, he was living in Indiana. So like, you, you know, like 24, 25 at the time. How I am like 22. Okay. 22. Yeah. It's like pretty early. Right. Right, right, out, right, after, right out of college. Yeah. And I, he's like, I'm going to come pick you up from Indiana. It's like an hour drive. And I think he was taking me back to Indian, Indiana to like, take me to this seminar of some sort across the border. And he's like, yeah. And he's like, you're don't no, no cost to you. I, I'm paying for my own gas. You go there, you listen to what they have to say. If it's for you, good. If it's not, great. Whatever. And I'm like, that sounds great. Get to hang out with my old buddy Jim for a few hours. Go to see this thing that might like turn out to be profitable for me in some sort of way. Maybe I don't know what it is. And he didn't tell me what it was because he's like, it's hard to explain. But it's so, it's kind of something you just kind of need to be there and try to understand. I'm like, okay, no prob. Let's do this. So I get off the phone with him. And I go to my buddies, my roommates. And I tell him what's going on. And he's like, oh, Jim, that's Amway. (laughs) And I'm like, that sounds cool. Amway's a cool word. I don't know what that means. And he's like, no, it's this pyramid scheme. It's like, I like pyramids. Pyramids are a cool shape. Whatever, man. He's like, no, you don't want any of this because, you know, you'll have to get all your friends and family involved and they'll get annoyed with you and then just leave you and blah, blah, blah. So he explained it to me fully. And I was like, oh, fuck, I don't want to do this. No, that does sound awful. But I don't want to break Jim's heart. You know, he like went all this way. And he's coming all the way from Indiana. all the way from Indiana. <laughs> and he's like, you know, I'm coming this day and like I'll pick you up at this time. And like we had it, we had it all set. So I was really, really tortured about letting him down. I was really, really feeling bad about it. So... I just worked up. They were asking me. It's like every day they're like, did you call Jim back yet? I'm like, no, I just I don't know if I really want to. Maybe I just want to go to this thing. Maybe it does work for me. They're like, I've been in Indiana, me, Indiana in so long, you know. <laughs> and so they're like, just do it. Just fucking do it. I'm like, fine. So I called him and I was like, look, man, is it Amway? He's like, yeah. And I'm like, oh, uh, yeah, it's just not something that really interests me. He's like, man, don't even worry about it. It's all good. He was super nice, not disappointed or probably disappointed, but not like anyway. And he was really, really super cool about it. And I told, you know, I was like, thank God, let's get together. Otherwise, you know, at some point, hung up the phone with him, told the boys, everything was fine. A few days later, <laughs> I wake up nice and early to open up the coffee shop. Because, you know, it's like, you have to open it like 6 a.m. So I'm like up at like 5, 5.30 or whatever, you know, I get into the shower, I start taking a shower and I look up and I see, I see the, the red lettering, I see the letter Y. And I'm like, 
Red what? Rub doesn't have why? Y in it. And then I look up and I squint my eyes and it's Yama. Ah. And I'm like, our fucking roommates <laughs> wiped down Red Rum and rode Yamway backwards instead. Oh, that's great. It had been up for months. <laughs> and they just take it off and wrote Amway that's up instead. That's great. Um, so I just thought that was funny. I thought it was going to be some psycho psychopath that the dude yeah. showed up <laughs> in the middle of the night yeah, and wrote no. Amway on your... <laughs> that <laughs> that, it was my that is the really age funny. at which they get us. Because I had the same experience, but not with Amway, uh, with a water filter company. Okay. But it wasn't like in home water filters like Brita or something like that. Well, it was kind of like Brita. It was a it was like a portable filtration thing that you could carry around with you and filter water anywhere. You could even filter your own urine if you had to drink it. If you had to, yeah, yeah. You had to. And it was multi level marketing, and you had to bring people on, and you had mm-hmm. to. But the thing with them is that it, have you ever any have you guys ever done any of those things? MLMs? Yeah. No. I did. I did. I did this water one. Okay. I got into it because the guys, the, the guys who do it, who 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 are the leaders, are really good at pumping you up yeah. and getting there. Like, and you're young and you you're you're an actor. You got you got you're gonna. Oh man, this is perfect for you because you can you can assume any identity you want. You right. can just boom 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 boom. And next thing you know, I'm signing a piece of paper that says I'm going to take fifteen hundred units. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh God! And if I and I have so much time to sell them in, and if I don't sell them, I owe them money for them. Uh, but I don't get to keep the units. I have to give the units back and, and give them money. Oh, oh it was awful. It was just awful. awful. Uh, I yeah, I have a uh, a relative uh, who I was going to say a successful relative, but really she's a, a, an older relative who is successful at marrying successful men. Got it. <laughs> She's done it several times. Uh-huh. And uh, she she was big into ASEA. Do you know what ASEA is? No. About uh, 12 years ago, maybe 15 or whatever. ASEA is water that is bottled, but it has some sort of special minerals and it has like this and that and the other in it and it's got whatever... I don't know if it has, you know, probiotics or, or whatever, but this is, you drink this ASEA and you drink it twice a day and, uh, you know, it, it heals you from the inside out or it's whatever. It's got colloidal so, silver in it. Yeah, right, right. Uh, and, and so she was also very good at getting some of my other relatives yeah. interested oh in it. And, to you know, I, uh, I know some unnamed people who still have a large supply of ASEA water that's sitting in their oh, garage um, so that was a big one. There was also in the, uh, in the early stages of Instagram, mm. there was some clothing line. I can't remember what it was, but there was some clothing line that was multi-level marketing. Mm. We had a stage manager at Larev after you left oh. who is, I don't know, is, was very actually successful with selling all of those clothes, like you get a whole closet full of stuff, so much so that you know they were at the level where they were going on cruises yeah. with the other people that yeah, were that yeah. successful, or whatever. I mean, the ultimate one is uh, essential oils, right? Mm-hmm. No, it goes back even. Further. Well, I know oh, it goes, goes back. back. I'm saying yeah. right now, like the the big successful one that everybody thinks they're going to be, a, a, you know, right at is essential oils. Yeah. Is, is, I'm just yeah. amazed that the two that, that really started it all are still as profitable as they are. Avon, Avon Very calling, 
Tupperware. And Tupperware, yes. No, they talk about Tupperware. Oh, right. Tupperware. My mom yeah. was... Oh, Tupperware parties, of every course. Month, we had Tupperware we had parties. Tupperware parties. And, and Mary Kay. Mary Kay was yeah. like had a religious, more oh, yeah. of a religious component to it. Yeah, I had to get that pink Cadillac. Uh-huh. And I remember in the... I think it was the early 90s, early to mid-90s, when pleasure parties... Pleasure parties? It was. I remember mu- that, It was yeah. multi-level marketing, but for adult toys. Uh-huh. Angel come everywhere. Yeah. Angel come over here. Yeah. Uh, I want to, I mean, I don't know why, but when I, when I, there should be no difference between whether it's essential oils or Tupperware. But when I hear Tupperware, I go, yeah, but at least Tupperware is like practical. Yeah. At least you use it. Yeah. You know, we, but it's still that, that. But I mean, Amway is have like, it's soap and toothpaste and like all that stuff. But it's, it's, it's the, it's the pyramid part of it, right? That's right. like that's right. so gross that it's, um, you know, if all you're doing is going to a Tupperware party and buying Tupperware from you, you know from your Tupperware dealer, but then when you're you know you're the Tupperware dealer and then you want to get too. you want well you want if you're the dealer you want to get other, other dealers, dealers. yeah that's right. saying, you make yes, money for not doing it that's yes. when it gets so gross right 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 Ugh. we should uh, buzz through our junk yeah 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 because go to two characters to see what we're talking about we assign each other something to watch every week more or less and and uh, but you can follow along by finding our junk on two characters RJ what was your junk. What was my junk this week? Oh, my junk was Smothers. Smothers my Brothers junk on. was uh, in honor of Tommy Smothers. Um, yeah, uh, you didn't have to watch the whole clip. You could have if you wanted to, because there's a great uh, Tommy Smothers comes out and does a great impression of Johnny doing his opening monologue. The whole thing is worth a watch. It, yeah, it is, it, it is it worth is. a watch. It's very charming. Yeah. But I wanted to focus on the joke because the joke, the the <laughs> the setup. At the at the desk with Johnny was great. Getting Dickie involved in it was great. Dickie being the ultimate straight man and just ultimate straight man asking the questions and questioning why and being th- very very straight yeah like, like very level headed great he's so good and then Tommy just the the emotions that he goes through of mm-hmm. the he gets a little flustered a little more angry <laughs> really super angry I'm gonna kill you then he says something nice and I was like oh okay yeah and then he loses where he was he, I just loved the entire bit of this joke. They are they are just they are wonderful master crafters yes. of, of comedy yeah were um, ouch yeah it's <laughs> too soon it's so <laughs> it's difficult to be so smart and to play just dumb enough smartly right, right. you know and like he doesn't he, he plays dumb but he's so dialed in and he's he's. I mean, did it for so long, right? right? But even early on, the the dynamic between the two of them, and uh, yes, Dickie's the ultimate straight guy. He even sets it up on the couch before he even comes out. Yeah, sure. you know, he has a couple little dry. You know, he'll say, um, "Yeah, no, no, Tommy's Tommy's backstage, he's backstage." <laughs> he's and he's just, just like, and you're just like, "Okay, what's up. what's up?" Yeah, and he's yeah. like, "Yeah, no, he just wanted to give you something special, yeah. so he's getting it ready backstage." Yeah. You know, just all of that. But yeah, watching. All of the emotions and the timing and the, and everything, but just overall, just the the ability to. We know he's not that dumb, right? He knows he's not that dumb, 
but but it's so charming and so satisfying to buy into it just enough. But it's know. also that like Tommy was like the leader of the two. Right, like, he was the boss. Uh, as 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 far as their business, like business, yeah. right, right. Yeah. They like Tommy called the shots. Tommy was the the main writer of all the jokes and stuff. And it doesn't seem that way when they play their characters. It seems the opposite. So it's really really interesting. Same thing with uh, Laurel and Hardy. Yeah, like uh, um, uh, Stan Laurel. Stan Laurel was was the one who was who was actually in charge of of the business side of their of their duo. But it seemed as though Hardy was. But yeah, I just found that interesting. And is. His impersonation of, of Johnny, Johnny Carson is, so is impeccable. Great. Spot on. So it's, great. And Johnny's by accident doing yeah, the things right. that he's done. Do and he's I, like, do I do that? He gets and he's like, really, do, really flustered yeah, by Yeah, it's really, it's really fun. Shoves his hands in his pockets and cuts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's just because it, it, you watch those monologues and that's what Johnny that's does, what he does every yeah. single time. And why, is, and why is everything that we watch Chevy Chase on the couch? <laughs> I know. Jesus. Grumpy looking Chevy yeah, Chase. Yeah, fussy Chevy Chase over there on the couch. But yeah. So funny. Good one. Very, very yeah, good. One. It was really a good fun. one. Really, really fun. <clears throat> My junk was the uh, iPhone footage of the first scene. If you hadn't seen the first scene of La La Land, but by the way, just do yourself a favor and watch at least the opening scene of that Bold shot really show. well. It's so cool. And then the iPhone footage of the rehearsal, oh. which I just found to be very interesting. Not something horribly funny about it, but right. you realize, like, one of the things for me is you, you see a big scene like that and obviously it's rehearsed and, you know, sure. it's choreographed and there's there's interviews with, um, oh, what's her name, Michelle, I think it's Michelle something. Choreographer? She's big on, yeah, So You Think You Can Dance. She was an early mm. choreographer and anyway, um, talking about choreographing that, that scene or whatever, but the logistics of getting all the cars and getting all the people and, and, you know, like pumping in the sound and they're all memorizing it and, and, and the, and the cameraman, like the, the cameraman the, the, kind of like dragging each other around yeah. and like, making sure they're like, you know, but like, you know, the, the iPhone camera, the making of is one thing, but like the actual film yes, of the thing, yeah. it's like, what do you like, what kind of camera are you using that you can like be that nimble? Like, cause you can't be on a, a steady cam. There's and, some like, really cool stuff out there. You can see where like the, the <sighs> camera's on a drone and, and it comes off. in and it hands off yes. and then you hook it and it goes yes, on a crane yes, yes, and all that kind true. of stuff. Yeah. It's just, that shit fascinates there, me. It's really great. There, I think. I think two times where I think there's, there's a, a cut, a, like a real fast swipe where there's so a too. cut, maybe, I was trying maybe to three, those two. Yeah. Um, but just watching the, like so fast and you think, Oh my gosh, hours and hours and all the money and the, and the time and everything that goes into just this opening, just rehearsing the opening, not let to mention alone shutting down both yeah, lanes shutting, of traffic, yeah, and shutting using down an on ramp. Yeah. Yeah, you know, at who knows that's what the time biggest feat of all and where think. that was. I mean, obviously it's supposed to be in L.A. They probably didn't do it in L.A., but maybe, might yeah, might have. I mean, I think, yeah, I, I, I wouldn't be surprised if they did, but it must have been like a, a, a gargantuan task. Yeah, I chalked this video up to another one of these. I wish I had directed that. I, yeah. That's that's the kind of shit that I love and that I dream of, like I, that I that I fantasize that I would have been that, that kind of yeah come up with that and direct it. And like, cause I fucking love it. I love the combination of it. It has artistic value. It has mathematical value. It's got the, the choreography of the humans. It's got the choreography of the camera movies right. or whatever. Like it's not just, Oh, we're, tr we're, you know, it's more than, I don't know. It's just all of it wrapped up together. You know, it's more than just oh, we're telling a clever story or we're we're having an interesting shot. Like the figuring out the logistics of yeah. of how to, to to do it all and where to do it and 
you know, watching them all get in the cars at the same time and get right. out of the cars at the same time, and it. you know, at the at the right musical spot. I watched it a couple times, and uh, after like the third time into it, because I just wanted to, I was I you you sent two links, and so I watched the yeah. first one. Yeah, and yeah. I watched it all the way through. I'm like, oh, it's the other link. Okay, great. yeah. Um, I was like, I was questioning casting decisions. Like, oh, they replaced that person. Why? They, oh, yeah, right, they right, right, why, right. Why they did? Why is? Oh, that person's not there anymore. That blocking's not there. And, it's probably they probably had a different set of people who were who actually rehearsed it, and then they actually cast people who actually were going to be in the movie. I thought they wanted to look like or yeah. whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah. some of the people were the same people, yeah. like the main singer and stuff. But yeah, great, good stuff. Really, really great. Uh, my junk, I. It is all, again one of my favorite videos, but not the fav- my, my favorite video of all time. But I think uh, it's way way up there. Um, it is Christopher Walken starring in Fatboy Slim's uh, music video "Weapon of Choice." Yes, and um, what I what I was really sad about what I, what I'm sad about every time I watch this thing is I wish I never had seen it before to get that feeling the feeling yeah. of watching it the first the time the very first time not knowing at all what was going to happen <sighs> mm-hmm. seeing him just sitting there all collapsed which by the way is one of the uh dynamics of movement right it, he's in a collapsed state uh-huh. i love this video because it goes through every one of the uh of the dynamics of movement huh he starts out collapsed and he winds up literally suspended. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> literally suspended. But he goes through everything. He goes through a vibratory phase. He percusses. He swings. Um, and sustained, you know, is, is another. But like, like there's a moment where he's in midair and he's kind of behind that paint or in front of that painting that's kind of in that Before hallway. he swoops down. Huh? Before he swoops down. Before he swoops yeah. down. So he's like, he, he flies and then he's up, up there and then you see his face. His face is suspended. Yeah. His his facial expression ex- exudes suspension. Like not and it's a low angle too so that helps but like just the look in his face is just so great. My junk was going to be another Christopher Walken thing but I think I'm going to go with the other one but uh that 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 was my junk. And you were his um tap dance double in that. He correct? doesn't have a <laughs> tap dance body guys. I'm sorry, he's too tall. <laughs> He does have a double, which... He does have a double, yes. I've seen it. It had been a while since I had seen it. It's awesome. It's very charming. Um, and one thing that I was going to say is this... this I was going to say only works. Really works because it's Christopher Walken and we know who Christopher Walken True. is. True. Right. right? True. If this is kind of a random person that you'd never met before... Older guy, it's even. It's not nearly know, it's as not. interesting and charming right. as... Knowing what we know and what we've seen of Christopher Walken, and then him choosing to do whether you knew he could dance or not, or yes. you don't remember. And he's not trying to be beautiful, but it's still kind of graceful and it's the same and reason charming, that um, the Tom Cruise bit at the end of Tropic Thunder works so well. Oh, because you know it's Tom Cruise. We know it's Tom Cruise, oh, right. but he's, yeah. he's playing this fat Jewish agent. Yeah, right, yeah, you know, or studio executive. Um, but what I was going to say was, I uh, when I watched it the first time through. The couple moments where you know he does a flip or you know there's right. a there's a stunt and he disappears and pops yeah, up yeah 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 it's done really really well yeah yeah and then when I was first watching it the first time it happened I was like oh man I just I kind of wish it was it's just him the him. whole time yeah mm-hmm. and I don't I don't need the stunt necessarily mm-hmm. it's like I kind of want it I, I want it to live in this in this kind of realism of Christopher Walken and then he starts flying and I'm like. 
No, it's fine. It's yeah. fine. Yeah. Because it's a fantasy. Yep. It's fine. Yeah. So, yes. so and it's to me, so that infrequently that it it's okay. Pays, it pays off it pen, the pays fact off. that we know a stuntman is doing, sure. a, you know, an aerial off the side of the table and then he pops up into frame and it's like, it makes it even more kind of fantastical. <laughs> yes, yes. And you know that funny. the last scene of that has to be, that was never filmed, is him just waking up from a nap in that <laughs> in that slouch spot that yeah. he was at in the yeah. lobby Going, of the hotel. What the fuck? People walking by and he just, oh. Yeah, oh, yeah. You know? Yeah. Because, I mean, it's all fantastical. It's great. And again, I mean, literally choreography, but there's... Some amazing camera movements and, you know, going from an effect of him dancing to flying yeah. kind of yes, seamlessly yes, yes. and then back onto, you know, to the ground. And all I could all I could think of is when he was hanging in front of that painting, just his in his and who, which one of you does the better walking? I can do the walking. He does. OK, just say um, my balls hurt. My balls hurt. That's all I could see him <laughs> saying. Hanging, hanging, hanging there, there with the, uh, yeah, yeah, with the harness. Yeah. And the and the set is used very well. Yeah, it's the the room with the picture that they that they used for flight is very vast, and you know the the tables that he and then when he's sitting on the you know kind of in the lounge of the hotel or where he wherever he is kind of it is a hotel at the beginning and the end yeah. in L A somewhere. Yeah. And I noticed actually uh, where he goes that where he's traveling down the Hall of Mirrors. Yeah, I like. I don't know. I watched it a bunch of times and I got really close to see and they do CGI out the camera oh. because it does get caught in a oh, few moments yeah. and I could kind of see just a little bit of like some like some white, pixels. white pixels that are kind of yeah. like coming in out of nowhere. It's very slight though. So Still a, a cool practical effect hun- though, you know. Really amazing. Yeah. I got to get going. Yeah. But, uh, ne- my next uh, thing is going to be uh, uh, Stacy's mom by Postmodern Jukebox. Oh, that's a good oh. one. I don't know the Postmodern Jukebox version. So. I, I just can't stop watching yeah. it. It's not incredibly funny. It's a little funny, but it's just so well done. I just like Postmodern Jukebox and that tightness and everything they do. And it, uh, Casey Abrams is the, oh, uh, is the is the lead singer. And Basie the Casey. Uh, Basie yeah. Casey, and he's... Oof. Just I, I, he was was in the live show when I saw the live show here. Oh, he was yeah, he, he was. Wasn't when I saw it here. Yeah, and he seemed to me like he was drunk before it started. Oh, fuck. <laughs> I he high. Yeah, oh, could have been high. Could have been stoned. Yeah. Oh, he was great. That was a lot of fun. Yeah. Uh, I went down a Johnny Carson rabbit hole again. Oh boy. Went Johnny Carson, Albert Brooks rabbit hole again. Oh, God. It's um prop comedy. It's 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 Albert Brooks getting the call. I'm a, this is me assuming Albert Brooks getting the call at two o'clock in the afternoon to be at the studio <laughs> uh-huh. at five. Yeah, great. So I am going with a French Canadian clown and mime called Michel Cortemanche, who I believe has consulted with our uh, chicken packing plant corporate company, and he was very successful in the. 80s and 90s and had a bunch of appearances on TV shows and variety shows and stuff. Michel Cortemanche. Great. We did it, boys. We did it. Go to twocharactersandaclown.com to check out our junk. Send us an email. Uh, buy us a coffee. Anything you want to do socially with us, you can go do it at twocharactersandaclown.com. Please. My name's RJ. I'm Jimmy. Still Johnny. Bye, kids. See ya. Love ya, boys. Uh. Go by as 
a wink. Enjoy yourself, enjoy yourself. It's later than you think. Smash. Smash. Smash it. Smashing something? Speaking of smash or pass, Raquel Welch.